Welcome to the e-commerce lab by EcomC. This is the place for everything related to Amazon's private label and e-commerce. Learn exactly what you need to start or scale your business. Get insights from the top industry experts who will discuss the latest trends and best practices in the world of Amazon. From choosing products and sourcing from a supplier to setting up your Amazon account and marketing your business, you will hear it here. Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano. Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Commerce Lab by Ecomsi. My name is Vincenzo Toscano, founder and CEO of Ecomsi. And today we'll come back with another session of questions and answers as we do every Tuesday. Been a little bit lost the uh, last couple of weeks, been very busy getting ready with, you know, the last preparations for Christmas and all of that. But still wanted to come back with a last couple of sessions before the year ends to clarify a couple of questions we've been receiving. And also to make sure I give some highlights about some of the news I have seen in the space, right? As I always do with all these sessions. Uh, before we get started with today's session, I want to remind you all to make sure to check all our um, social media channels, um, specifically our YouTube channel when we are launching content on a weekly basis. Um, actually, yesterday uh, we launched a very interesting topic, this specifically for Spanish community uh, around uh, something around new regulations in Europe and some countries now you can take advantage of import duty. Uh, last week as well, we had a couple of guesses, uh, one of them done from McCroomy. We talk about mindset around um, everything that's do with, um, basically running a business, a missing episode, and many other um, episodes actually that we've been releasing for the last couple of weeks, which we haven't had these sessions. So make sure you check them out and also make sure to subscribe, guys. I mean, we have like, a, I believe, 70, 80% of people that uh, watch your channel is not subscribed. So please make sure to subscribe so we can, you know, keep, uh, you can keep getting notified of this content we're putting out there for you. Awesome. So let's get started with today's session. Um, I'm going to start first with news, some things I have seen, things I want to highlight, and then we jump straight away into the questions. Make sure if you're watching this in live, uh, if you have some questions specific, make sure to drop it down in the comments. Uh, I'm going to receive it here on live and I can answer for you. Otherwise, if you want to send the question afterwards by email, as some people do, feel free to do so and we cover in the next one, okay? So let's get started with the first new I've seen. And I think this one is very interesting, guys. The first one is has to do with the merchant uh, fulfilled orders. And this is usually when you go about in your Amazon inventory and, and basically you create an order, right? Most likely, this, a lot of people that will use this feature is people that have like a Shopify, um, yeah, like a Shopify website. And, and basically, they want to use their pool of inventory from the Amazon pool of inventory, and they will create an order from Amazon. Now, Amazon has re uh, basically released a new policy that they have removed all the branded information from the packaging. And this actually, for some people, is big because some, some of the, the negative side of using Amazon uh, to fulfill some of your orders for your Shopify or whatever is your provider for your website is that it was coming on an Amazon box. So then if for some reason you had a better pricing on Amazon or your customer were prime or, or something like that, you could basically uh, cannibalize your own sales in your Shopify right, uh, or website. So now the box is not going to come with any branding that means nobody is going to know that that order is coming from amazon so 
it's a big thing, especially for those half channels out of Amazon. I want to keep using their inventory within what they have already with the FBA, right? So that's one of the, the, the news I wanted to highlight. The other one I wanted to also bring to the table, um, this one was around almost two weeks now ago, uh, and I couldn't give the update because we didn't have the session uh, until now. But one of the things most likely you're going to see is that there are some attributes that are compulsory now, especially starting 1st of December. Some of them have to do with the color name, pro description, and also the department name. This is going to apply to specific categories. So make sure you check your listings, like click edit and see if some uh, Field is going to appear now in red. That is going to request you to fill the uh, to complete the field, and just complete it and make sure you you put the right information so the listing gets activated once more. Um, another thing that I feel this is going to be very useful specifically for those that are getting just starting the Amazon space and and they want to grow their brand and all of that. Amazon released something that is also relatively new. Uh, you're going to find it under brands, uh, um, and basically the option is going to be called Build Your Brand. And now, basically, Amazon has built a whole portal that gives you all the information when it comes to what you need to basically build your brand on Amazon. So it gives you all the content when it comes to what are the things you're going to need to build your brand loyalty, what are the things you're going to need to build your audience, uh, how you can protect your brands and it's very nice because now what they have done is they have categorized all the tools that they offer within brand analytics um, and also brand register and, and so on under the same page so now it's very easy for you to understand okay these are all the things i get as a benefit of for being a brand such as the a plus content um, and so on so check it out and especially if you you want to understand what are some of the benefits of having a brand race with brand, with amazon because some sometimes people think it's just brand um, having the a plus content but trust me it's much more than that um and i think other than that um let's see if we have other news here in the space yeah those were some of the main things I saw uh, when it comes to news specifically affecting the amazon ecosystem what i'm gonna start also doing is also bringing news that in the e-commerce space because sometimes there are external things that can also affect our performance within Amazon business. So in the coming sessions, we're going to be doing with questions and answers and preparing some content where we're actually going to go also outside of Amazon, like things in the in globally that can be affecting your sales, how other marketplaces uh, can be an opportunity, things like that and what is happening overall. So that is around news. Now I'm going to start bringing um, some of the questions um, that we've been basically receiving, I'm going to put them on, on the screen. I'm, I'm going to try to cover them um, as efficiently as possible for all of you, OK? So let's see what we got in here. Um, awesome. So first question that we got in here. Um, let's see, which ratio do you recommend having between PPC and organic sales? I mean, ideally, on an ideal scenario, usually we had um, this ratio that most people are saying that 60, 70% you want to be coming from organic and 30% from PPC. Once you reach that ratio, it's like it's the holy grail. You're, you're making it on Amazon, right? The reality is that those ratios are, are, are shifting. It's now almost opposite, right? In some scenarios. And the reason for that is because Amazon is being very um, strong when it comes to adding more placements within the, the search results that have all just to do with PPC. It's becoming, in some sense, kind of pay to win. I mean, if you see some of the first pages of some of the uh, search results, you're going to find 70, 80% of the page 
is coming from PPC placements. Uh, organics come almost come into a very minimal, uh, basically, a discovery opportunity, right? So it's more important than ever to be running PPC, especially on your on your main keywords. The days that you can rely strongly just on organic is is very difficult now. So that's why the ratio, realistically, I would say now we are reaching a point where. It's very normal to have 50, 60% sometimes coming from PPC. Again, this is going to depend significantly on what you're doing outside of Amazon in terms of branding. If you're a very strong brand and you have very a lot of branded uh, keywords that come organically and you're already positioned those, this ratio might be completely different. But overall, yes, you're going to see the ratio of PPC and organic sales being higher than what it used to be, uh, as I mentioned. It's normal, especially now with everything's happening that a lot of the categories are paid to win. And for sure, PPC is a key factor nowadays to be able to keep scaling your sales and succeeding on Amazon, okay? Awesome. Uh, let's see which other question here. Uh, how efficient to run Google Ads to your Amazon listing? Funny enough, eh, when it comes to Google Ads, we lately been eh, be partnering and actually we got certified by AMPD, which is actually a, um, a company that specializes on everything that has to do with um, helping running Google Ads to your Amazon listings and be able to track the whole performance because one of the, the biggest issues we always had when it comes to running Google Ads is that it was very difficult to, to run any kind of good attribution when it comes to understanding what is going on, then be able to add a congrate con all the data on the same dashboard, understand which keywords are performing, which keywords are not. And lately, uh, I mean, it's been an, an, a very good experience. I would say it's definitely going to vary significantly on the type of pros. Some pros for sure you're not going to see a good performance when it comes to running Google Ads. And it's strictly just to the nature of how Google works, right? So you need to understand that it's something that people bias were very impulsive uh, and what I mean by this is if we're talking about phone cases things that are ten dollars or cheap or very cheap products most of them people's not gonna go to Google to do some kind of research before making any kind of purchase so most likely they go directly to Amazon but we're talking of medium to high-end uh, price tickets right uh, uh, selling uh, prices and then basically you see um, Pros are most likely people's gonna go uh, look for uh, what are the top ten. I don't know. Let's think about something expensive. Top ten microphones, right, for podcasting, as an example. You're talking pros that most likely starting hundred dollars and up. Then when you start targeting these keywords, then for sure you're gonna have a, a bigger uh, opportunity for driving that traffic to Amazon. Specifically, you're tracking keywords such as top ten uh, microphones, uh, Amazon top uh, microphones in Amazon. Uh, uh, what is the best microphone in 2023? Um, and trying to target specific keywords that will match specifically this is another thing when you run google ads you need to be very specific try to not be very broad like uh, for example if your microphone is specifically for doing a uh, for example gaming right gaming microphone right you want to make sure that you don't target any keyword that has to just with microphone right something very broad because another thing we have found with google ads is that you need to be very specific and you need to be very tailored to specify and target uh, yeah, to try to target as, as close as possible the audience that really resembles what what is a what which will be the avatar of your product, right? Of the person that will buy your product. So for sure, a uh, you're always gonna find mixed feelings when it comes to Google Ads because again, it's very strictly related to the kind of product. From our experience, usually work best from medium to high uh, end 
products in terms of pricing. And also you need to make sure that it's usually a product that can be um, described in a very detailed way. So if you're selling just glasses, I mean, you're gonna, first it's gonna be super expensive and second, super generic. Um, and most likely it's not gonna work, but if you're selling, I don't know, glasses that are made, I'm, I'm, I'm taking now out of the blue here, but it's a glass made of some specific material, a glass that comes from volcanic rock in the middle of Hawaii, or whatever, something that's super niche, and you know there is actually an, a need around those keywords, and you have done your research uh, with keyword planner and so on, then for sure go for it. But overall, yeah, you wanna make sure that you go very, uh, very in-depth when it comes to targeting keywords that are super relevant to your product. And also the approach that people will research a begin, the, their beginning is searching phrase starts in Google. Also this one, taking consideration, um, just to go back to the avatar, also the age of, of your clients. I mean, you need to say usually high, high brackets in terms of age, people over 30, 40 is more used to go to Google first and research than going to Amazon uh, from personal experience. So you may find that people over under 40, 50, they will go to Google and use that as the search engine to then see the ads they appear at the top to find a product purchases. So sometimes for your price also lands on the bracket of all people, you can find a good potential there as well. Yeah. Awesome. Let's talk about the next one. Everybody talks about cannibalization PPC. What do you think? Yeah, cannibalization has been a very uh, yeah famous term being used lately a lot in the space. It basically means that um, you're running a um, you're basically running your, your PPC campaigns, right? Uh, and, and what happens because you already have a strong, what we call a presence uh, organically uh, at the top of the page. And then on top of that, you're also running your PPC campaigns. You're basically what you're doing is you're, you're at top of the placement, then you are on the first page organically. And you're basically still in sales from a cell that is already secure because you're dominating on those keywords. However, the other the, uh, side of the coin that people also mentioning and it's also a valid point when it comes to cannibalization is that you need to consider that at the same time by turning off those um, campaigns, um, is 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 very um, is very likely that those spaces. A placement that you're gonna leave open is is an opportunity for your competition to come in and steal some of your sales on those keywords. So see it as that as well. I know cannibalization is sometimes not gonna make you as profitable as you want some keywords, but sometimes you need to put on the balance. Do I prefer be less profit, profitable and keep the dominance on this keyword, or open the door and leave my competition to come in and then over time that can actually be more detrimental to my business. So that's something you need to analyze with your internal reporting uh, to make sure you take the right decision there as well. Okay. Uh, how does the small and light program work? So the slide, uh, uh, small and light program is basically a program where with Amazon, uh, if your product is certain size and weight, um, I don't remember specifically right now the requirements, but it is usually, um, it needs to be, like we are talking things that are very small, like the size of sunglasses or a phone case or things that are very small that in, in a box that is, it's usually like a letter box kind of size. Usually you fall onto that program and that's gonna give you a reduced fee when it comes to um, the FBA fees. And I mean, I know some uh, people that what they have done is they have redesigned the whole product in terms of how you package it, just to be able to go under exactly this specific, uh, what we call um, 
yeah, what we call requirements. To, so you you have a much reduced what we call FBA fees, and you're gonna have a huge advantage there when it comes to competing instead of having to pay the traditional FBA fees, which sometimes can be a, a, a big buck in the long term. Next question: How to segmentate keywords among my products? Uh, when it comes to segmentation, I mentioned this multiple times now. Is always have to do when it comes to the keyword and the relevancy of of of, of your keywords related to your product. So basically, a, a very important thing you need to keep in mind is the number one thing you want to avoid is to have keywords with a very high search volume under a, the same campaign with other high search volume keywords, because then they're going to kind of eat each other in terms of a, trying to compete for the same budget you're looking for that campaign. So try to always keep a search volume a, divided a, in terms of you have a 10,000 search volume keyword you don't want to have in the same campaign with a keyword have a five or 10,000 search volume as well. You want to segment it based on search volume. You also want to be able to maximum keep two to three keywords as a max on a campaign. It's going to give you better control when it comes to understanding what is happening at the keyword level. Usually, we try to even do one keyword per campaign. This is going to for sure allow you to, it's going to come up with many campaigns, most likely for your PPC or a strategy. But at the same time, it's very good because then you're going to know on a glance which keyword is performing, which one is not. And it's going to make sure every single keyword has their space to perform and showcase some kind of data for you to make a validated decision. The other thing you want to make sure is you don't want to combine exact phrase and broaden into the same campaign. You want to keep them divided. And also make sure when you do this exact phrase and broad, which I also mentioned multiple times in videos I have done, you want to make sure there is always a difference in terms of bit. So you give certain priority is, of course, to exact over phrase and phrase over broad and vice versa. Great. So let's see which other question we have in here. How do you recommend exact and expanded product training? So when it comes to a uh, targeting, sorry, uh, this is a new one expanded. Basically, it's kind of like an automatic targeting now, but within product targeting, it's kind of confusing. But basically, what it means, if you put an async now, and you click exact, it's just going to target that async. If you put an async and you click expanded product targeting, it's going to uh, target a close related product. It's going to, um, yeah, it's basically going to target products related to the async specifically. So that means it's going to be transforming kind of like an automatic targeting, but for using that async that you provide in the first place, like like the seed information to identify which product can be related to this. Ideally, I will test both. Usually, Exad is more uh, tailored if you've done your research and you know exactly those are the ASINs. But if you want to do some kind of exploratory campaign, you can for sure use expanded one. Yeah. And next one, uh, I lost my buy box due to AC claims. What should I do? Yes, in this instance, this most likely has to do because we were doing some kind of FBA, maybe fulfillment uh, that they didn't receive the product in time. Most of the time, that's the issue we have in contact with some of our clients that do FBM. So with this, the only way you can fix this, you need to reduce your, your defect rate in terms of a delivery time, um, the history of those deliveries. This just by trying to make more sales, um, which I know sometimes difficult because you lost the buy box in the first place but nevertheless usually this last six days so if usually if it was some just during a specific week that you fall off because uh, an issue within your logistics and so on usually this gets fixed um, very very quickly if it wasn't something massive that is a huge amount of units that got a little delay and then it's going to take you time to basically override that but usually it's pretty uh, fast if it's just something that happened during three four days that reduce your 
increase your percentage or one percent but if the amount of cells that then as the 60 days start shifting it then start capturing cells that were positive for you the percentage eventually gonna go down again and you're gonna win the buy box and final question of the day does the honeymoon period of renaissance restart when launching a new marketplace yes i mean when you launch in a new marketplace it's like launching from the first time regardless of the async being existing already and uh, it's a new marketplace are using new keywords and everything so yes it will restart that's why i will make sure when launching to a new marketplace you do it in advance understanding you're going to be having inventory ready in a short period of time and so on because last time you want to avoid which happens a lot is basically send a you know uh, basically launching a the listing in, in a new marketplace and then finding out that basically um you're not gonna have the inventory in the country for i don't know maybe at least another two more or three months which is going to be very bad for the history of your listing okay awesome guys so thank you very much uh, for all those questions uh, we actually have many more that I, i'm not going to be able to cover today unfortunately but i'm going to make sure to uh, keep doing this session as often as possible and try to keep the commitment on a weekly basis just this last couple of months it's been crazy busy which is good <laughs> but yes uh, at the same time we're always going to make sure uh, that uh, our episodes at least with our guests go on a weekly basis uh, they always been there so please check the those last episodes as i mentioned please remember to like share and subscribe that helps us a lot and finally any questions guys i'm here for you you can find me anywhere linkedin instagram facebook everybody knows i'm answer within 24 hours always or somebody from my team always happy to help in the meantime if we don't see each other before christmas wish you an amazing christmas take care and smash it on this q4 okay take care guys bye bye Thanks for listening to The E-Commerce Lab by EcomC. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you are at it, we would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. That will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it. Want more? Visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free. Or... Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at ecomc.